0: No Welcome to this, I want to say middle Sunday, but halfway through point uh, episode of No Challenges Remaining. I'm Ben Rothenberg, joined for the first time in a couple shows by Courtney Nguyen. Hi, Courtney.
1: Hello. Has it been a couple of shows? Has. We're doing a couple. Okay. Good to see you. Hi.
0: And we are joined for the women's half of this show by Tumani
2: Carriel. Hello. Hello. Excuse my low and gravelly voice.
1: (laughs) It's a voice we love.
2: It's a voice we adore. The podcast don't adore it, but Oh come on.
1: Confidence man. Confidence. (laughs) Be there. You are. I've seen you grow in confidence in the press conference room. I will watch you grow in confidence as a podcaster.
0: So here we go. Very first time (laughs) we're having you on the podcast. Let's get right to the women's action here. We're halfway through the tournament, draw wise. Uh, there are 16 women left in the field. I guess for, before we get to granular overall impressions, Corny, on how the women's tournament's gone so far.
1: Um, I think that the upsets that have happened are upsets that generally we expected. With respect to Kerber and Azarenka, I don't think many people who have been watching women's tennis uh, would have picked them to Ooh. to get past. I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm saying I've just read a lot of things, a lot of takes, um, especially after Azarenka in particular lost and everybody kind of or withdrew and or retired and. Uh, Yeah, was not a person that I thought was going to make the second week, not because I don't think she's good on clay, but because she just, did, you know, a lot of question marks coming in. So at least for me, my four players that I have been keeping my eye on in terms of making the semis, still in the draws we head into second week. So Serena, uh Tomei Bachinski, Garbina Muguruza, and Simona Halep. I do think Muguruza, Kuznetsova. Match that's coming up is going to be a big one. I I, I don't know how to call that one, right? Do you mind? your shit. N-
2: I have no nothing? idea whatsoever. I'm yeah. just looking at it. I'm just staring at it. I'm waiting for it to happen. You know, <laughs> I have no idea what's We're going to happen. We're popping the so.
1: popcorn. I know it's going to be. That's going to be a tough one. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of great matchups that are that are that are in the cards. Um, You know, Maddie's – Madison's still around, which is great. Venus, obviously. Um, So, yeah, Begu's still kind of floating as a potential spoiler there. Aga somehow is still here in the second week. Who knew? Aga's
0: Aga's the big surprise, I think, this tournament, big picture. I mean, like, we on our Draw People show pretty much completely dismissed (laughs) her. So did we on our (laughs) WT
1: Insider when we spent an entire segment being like, nah. Immediately, (laughs) pretty
0: much. And so she'd never done well this tournament at all. She hadn't had a great – she didn't play much, Clay. Uh, Skip she, she, she skipped Rome, Madrid. She lost first round, and so no one was really watching her. And she's lived up to form, and she's playing another some very surprising uh second week appearance person appear apparent appearer uh, apparition per- participant. <laughs> and I feel like Svet- uh, Svetana Parankova is an apparition in many ways, Um especially <laughs> she's a uh, mythic beast, and, and her and her game doing well on clay. Tumani, I know you've watched a lot of Peronkova in your That's day. So what is it about are you surprised that she is in the second week and and let's be real, she has a real chance of beating Redvanska. Because I thought everyone was gonna beat over here. Rolled I thought, I thought Garcia yes. was gonna beat Redvanska, I thought Ktritsovik was gonna beat Redvanska, neither one happened. So now uh Peronkova, your thoughts.
2: My thoughts are that Peronkova is a good tennis player. But and, and she's no, she's played she played incredibly against Stevens, I think. She just blew Stevens off the court. And I do think that sometimes people tend to overstate the grass, you know. Her, her, it's a f- meme. Her face, yeah, it, you know exactly. It, her,
1: her whole grass yeah. court like queen thing is yeah, a total meme exactly. at this point. That yeah, you're right. We and we, I definitely did. I completely underestimated her capacity to do well here.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm. I would not be surprised if she beat
1: Radwanska. No, I don't think anyone would at this point. I mean, Rivanska, and then
0: all... I think it's probably a favor in that match, but. Don't tell
1: Aga that. Don't tell anyone yeah. that. I have a theory. I'm just. My theory is, and my hypothesis has been: Aga has come here. Nobody's talking about her. She's actually well rested. She's not being held together by 20 pieces of tape. She's going through the draw. She's the number two seed. No one expects her to do jack squat here. And she's in the second week.
2: It's... But still, Aga on clay, her ball always sits up. And I think that's the big problem. Oh, there are huge so, tactical problems yeah. for her so, on play. No, without a doubt.
1: Yeah. Uh, the draw the draw though, I mean, we when we did look at it, I know David Kane and I were saying like if she were to perform well, this was a draw that could see yeah. her make quarterfinals or semis. Um, quarter. I would say quarter. If, I if very... you saw like a Halep upset, like if Sam were to upset, ha- you know, like if things sure, happened yeah. and broke a certain way, but it wasn't. A, yeah. It, it wasn't a second quarter no. draw that we, Kerber, we said, we said uh, that during second. the show that
0: Halep was the draw winner. I think yes. for sure, and that's that, she's still here, so that's not wrong yet. Um, she gets to play Sam Stosur in that round. The winner play winner of the first match we just talked about. Do this draw kind of bottom up, which is fun and different. <laughs> very southern hemisphere view of this draw. Uh, has been solid, I, I think. I don't like the the faux overalls, the faux overalls, Not about that. <laughs> but the rest of it, the rest of it's been good. Um, and she's been, yeah, like I, They're like I said. They're not faux
1: overalls. You don't like the suspenders. It's a skirt. Okay, We're fine. not talking Alizé Faux-spenders, here. Faux-spenders, right. Um, Queen. Love that kit. <laughs> it deserved better. It deserved better, She got to mixed, at least. Yeah. yeah, I know, but <laughs> anyway, She got a warning for, her,
0: she got a fine for her double smash. I saw her on the fines <laughs> list. She's like, oh, Fine. F- too f- fashionable. Right.
2: <laughs> five uh, that's right
1: yeah. you take the fine you take yeah. the fine um no, literal, simona, literal fashion police yeah, yeah simona heck of a heck of a heck of a first week for her and it was so funny because i went into her press conference and after she beat uh naomi osaka which was a tough match and osaka uh, played incredibly well and we can talk about her but um yeah she kind of pointed out she's like i'm into the fourth round for the second time in my career i was like Oh yeah, no, so <laughs> like it, in my head, so, I still think she's like forty years old. I don't know why. So like, someone,
0: someone trolling on Twitter said something like that she had made it to the third round of the Slam for just the third time in the last six or seven Slams. I forget exactly the number was. Sure. but she's had a lot of early losses in yeah. Slams. Sure, is the point of this yeah. of that troll? She has so are are you are you like, confident then that she can make let's is in position to make a final here which is she's very much in play for
2: I, I think she can I wasn't expect even after she won Madrid. I was not expecting that she would make the semifinals. You both know this. I asked the question of you and, <laughs> but um the the thing is at the beginning of the tournament, I really expected the bottom half to just collapse, yeah. and it was gonna be a case of whoever remained in the draw but so we'll see I don't know I think. She's playing very well, so. I think that's the big story of the women's tournament is the WTA structural
0: integrity of the straw because we have, as Martin <laughs> raises her hands like Rocky atop the stairs, we have, we have been through I'll a year. We have we been, exactly, we've been through a year of WTA chaos completely at all the WTA big events, premier fives, tournamentatories, premieres. Uh, for the most part, it's been a crapshoot. Who's going to get through and it's been a, 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 a complete lottery here where there hasn't been a collapse in the draw really anywhere there hasn't been a part of the draw that caved good, in on good. itself yet it obviously could all go wrong within one round
1: you could no but yeah it, it is i mean it, it, the fact is is that like i said to start the the podcast that the four players you know it, I don't ever, I think at any WTA tournament, honestly, expect for the seeds to move through en masse. That is not an expectation that any of us have a right to kind of have these days, that there are going to be upsets and there's going to be surprises. But at this point, this tournament hasn't been particularly surprising to me. It's, it, and and from a work, I know this because from a work perspective, I've not been bored because I know my bosses will listen to this and be like, then why aren't you filing more? But like, (laughs) but like, I feel compelled to file more. When there are things that I feel are interesting to write about, and right now it seems like even everything's from a podcasting
0: perspective, I thought the first five days of this tournament were really dull. Yeah, and there was nothing. We didn't do a show because I thought there was nothing to do a show about. Nothing happened. And, I mean, things
1: happened, but they didn't seem massive, right? right. Like and, Kerber and is not an emergency podcast. You Kerber know, and Asmara were both
0: like very explicable. All the men's stuff until Nadal pulled out. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was all going pretty much to form. And so with that, I think we covered a lot of what we had talked about already. I, I will point in the out draw one thing. Go ahead.
1: What happened to Domi? That, that was, your was, big, that I was so, my big. I was, I was so big. I, did dude, I? Did I? I, pick, went I think so big I, I, pick,
0: I think I picked Carla when we were talking about this show. So I, I think I won that so, one.
1: Yeah, I went so big on Pome and she let me down today. I really thought that she was going to get through and like capitalize, really push Serena in that potential quarterfinal.
0: Speaking of catching up with our beloved characters, Marta, who was on the last show, was at was sitting in the the media seats and the player boxer combined on Court Two, yeah. where uh, Suarez Navarro versus have happened. She was sitting behind uh uh she was sitting behind Mr. Pome, whatever his name is, the, uh, the boyfriend, yes. and he was apparently so loud, so Pomeful like there's <laughs> a couple that just work, I guess. It's just a lot of Pome. Screaming. He's super
1: intense. I mean like he's so nice, but like he's a super Le- I mean, yeah. yeah. No, Pome and he was saying, she was saying, saying Marco was saying that
0: there were, like, really nice handshakes between the camps after yeah. the match ended and stuff, so all that's fine, but it was just, like, loud. Yeah. So that that just fits as someone who's a book would want, would want that because that's what she gives off That's what she receives in return. Uh We pretty much covered the rest on the draw preview. Nothing's changed. Muguruza, Kuznetsova, they both look sharp. That's, like, Fun coin toss that'll have a lot of implications. Begu living up to expectations. Yeah. a great match against Coco Vandewey in the second round. She plays Shelby Rogers, who is the big surprise yes. in this in this second week by I, far.
1: I, I mean, let me let me pose this question to you guys. Like, then, if the women's draw has kind of held together, what's been the biggest surprise of the first week? For you guys.
0: I, I was going to okay. already say Red not okay. see. I didn't see Red Vonska getting through. And comfortable. like, hasn't dropped... No, she did drop a set to eventually to Strzeva, but really came out really firing. I would say her.
1: Okay.
2: For me, Kuznetsova, she's been playing very well, but I did not... I expected to be let down by her, but <laughs> she's been she, against um Trenkova in the first set, she blew Pavlya off the court, and... Yeah. I guess we'll see.
0: Not, th- yeah. not that she had a bad draw, but I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised yeah. by Venus. I, mm-hmm. Venus hadn't made the yeah. second week yeah. here yeah. in six yeah. years. Um, I don't I give her almost no shot of beating Baczynski, but I think that it's very good work for her to make. And I've said this before on the podcast that I don't think she should be playing clay because yeah. I think she should be resting up and training for grass in the Olympics where she's sure. her bigger goals are and her bigger opportunities are. Um, but she's... I don't want to say prove me wrong so but she lived up to her seed Yeah, that
1: was one of the best performances yeah. from Venus I've seen in a really long time just in terms of just like yeah. smacking the crap out of the ball playing clean it was great
0: and in terms of thingification which has been a big project of mine with this player Yule Seva into the second week of the Grand Slam has a, finally. Has, has, how you, has, you
1: feeling toots how you feeling about it <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm fine <laughs> 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 that's what I'm saying <laughs> I'm fine <laughs> uh, so she plays Suarez Navarro, not unwinnable, and that the winner that plays as the winner. of three. You know, po-
1: you know, Poots has only dropped one, two, three, four, plus four, eight games. Six, eight, eight, eight six games, one, and three matches. Yeah, that's six one, really six good. one, six two, six two, six one, six one.
0: That was good. Look at those numbers flying out. Oh, I just wrote it. So. I know, but, still, but, still, <laughs> but, still, but still, that's pretty good. Madison Keys also backed up her clay form, and that's a good match of two very hot players in the next round. Things happening Keys, happen Keys versus Burton. So Like I said, this draw, this draw is really good. So, and then we have the popcorn possibility. It won't happen this way. And this story never works out. But Serena, Serena Serena getting to play against Justin Ennan with the court. <laughs> Courtney, doing this amazing, very French mime act, raising her hand over and over. Oh, if only this was, if only this was a video podcast. Um, I don't think much will happen about that. Uh, yeah, so to wrap up the women's side of things, thank you very much, Tamani, for being here. But any any does this change? Anything you've seen change long-term projections? We've, I think we both picked... Serena to get through, but Serena Baczynski to be a big, big semifinal. I, I, this has been what I, why I think the draws really held together. is I haven't had to strike anything out and redo it no. the way you have to with the men.
1: Normally, yeah, halfway through, you kind of have to reshuffle and reset. You know, the women's draws were so used to that, even when that was Sports Illustrated, we'd have to do like a and two days later, let's redo our draw yeah. predictions sort of thing, and yeah. we d- haven't really had to do that. And um, the, matches, the matches tee up, and, and I think that the nice thing is that because the draw was so top-heavy, Compared to the bottom, and we uh, many of us were inspect expecting some yeah. sort of bottom half implosion, that hasn't happened, which means that you you are kind of set up. I mean, there is that potential Simona Aga quarterfinal. There's a potential of uh, Begu Muguruza quarterfinal potential. Muguruza Halep semifinal. Like the bottom half is kind of held up so long as tomorrow goes off cleanly. I think that if if Sunday is the implosion like Stozer beats Halep, uh, uh, Parankova beats Radvanska, Kuznetsova beats Muguruza, I think you get into a situation where you're like, uh, like, you know, there's like, there's a lot of,
0: there's a lot, but there's a lot of contingencies. There's here.
1: a lot, of, there's always a lot as of contingencies. A, as far as, but, as Jenga
0: towers go, this one doesn't look that bad. No,
1: we've seen worse. Yeah. We've seen, we've been in worse situations. a
0: winning screw shit up, yeah, but, but, <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> but otherwise, we're okay. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's an interesting one, and I will say, You know, whether I'm wearing my hat or not, like, we always complain about the women's draw imploding or not imploding or whatever. It always ends up being all right. Like, it really very rarely, in rare situations, ends up being a random situation. The Middle East was, like, I think the pocket this year where it was like, huh, right, okay. But, I mean, when you have Serena winning majors, Angie wasn't, I mean, the way that she played, you had Vika. I mean, you know, it's... It's not that much chaos. No, I agree. I mean, I
0: think there were some some weird things happening. Like the Madrid semis were kind of a mess. But otherwise. But then it
1: ended up being fine.
0: I mean, it was a right, well, reasonable—it was won, a right. reasonable champion, but the late
1: rounds weren't good. Anyway, <laughs> I saw that. I'm, I'm just, I saw that involuntary yeah, twitch. Of I'm
2: just—I'm just not sure of your definition of fine here, You
1: know? No, I mean, like, it's someone like Halep winning a clay court tournament where she's made the final a year before in Madrid yeah. is like sure. a Re- perfectly reasonable, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. result. Okay, okay. You know? I think that right. the—I think the Middle East, where with Arani and 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 Carla, I think that was much more surprising. Yep. What happened there? Carla Osipenko, Arani Stritzova, that was—and everybody will admit, like that was was weird but outside of that you know things kind of hold up okay it, it hasn't been as chaotic i mean i understand the argument for it i don't know i just don't think that it has been as
0: thank you very much that was the women's side thank you very much Shimani. hello bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> hello it's a
2: wonderful podcast of you by you we'll okay. have you back okay we will we'll see i'll be better I'll be back. You You'll were good. <laughs>
1: you were good. Oh, stop yeah. you! We're gonna have you in Wimbledon, so you're fine.
0: Okay, now let's tag in Ricky to do the men's side of the draw. We have another NCR debutante, but another Twitter titan, yes. much like Tamani Carroll, Ricky Diamond, aka Diamondator. How you doing, man? Great. It's great to be at the French Open and great to be with you guys here. So this met. So this is your first time at this tournament, I guess. What are your thoughts, Ben? I know you've watched more men's than women's. Right. What have, your, what have your thoughts been on this tournament so far? How it's gone for the dudes?
3: Uh, well, needless to say, it's been very uh, interesting. Is one way to say it. Um, What's another
1: way to say it? Though
0: <laughs> uh, not, not ideal is also one way to say it. Because uh, yeah. we were, we were, you were talking about your five. We were talking earlier about your five favorite right. players, and you were, we were ranking them like it was very, you know, uh, Chris Rock movie top five, whatever. Sure. Right. And so you're talking about your five favorite players, and you said roughly in order. And I'm going to recap this. They were Golbus, Isner, Nadal, uh, Team, and Goffin. Correct. And yeah. of those five, Appro- approximately, of those five, four of them made the second week of the French Open.
3: <laughs> and
1: weirdly, like... not Rafa. <laughs> and yeah, the only, yeah,
3: that's it. so. When we were talking about that, I just like couldn't believe it. Like that's like the most bizarre thing like it, it, that you can imagine. It
0: really is. I mean, I think there were some stories coming out right when that press conference got called, and there was obviously a lot of chaos, a lot of surprise that came out of nowhere. That press conference, there wasn't really. There was a no, clear warning sign, because he no was killed. Up. I mean, he he had an easy draw, granted, first two rounds against Groth and Bagnus, but he was very routine against both of them. Right. Uh, so there was no reason to really freak out about Rafa or to read the tea leaves, which people are tend to do on any occasion, or people are prone to do. There's a lot of fans who would be watching out for these kind of things and flagging things, and nothing really had come up. So that was a big surprise. And then people were saying, uh I saw some wire stories come out after that, saying, like, oh, this changes this French Open. Does it? I mean, it changes that quarter, obviously. That quarter is now a yard sale. But do you think it changed – Courtney, think did, you, does. You think, how does it change the end?
1: Because I think that when you look at it, like I pick – my favorite to win the title is Novak because I like to take risks and gamble on non things. Right. But um, <laughs> I, picked, I picked Novak to win the tournament. The only thing I thought in the back of my head was – Whoever comes out of that bottom section, and at the mo- at the time when the draw came out, I picked that it was going to be Andy Murray, who came out of the bottom section into the final. But Andy Murray, Kaney Shikori, and Stan Vavrinka are in that bottom section. I was like, what if this happens all over again for Novak, where he has to go play in some five set, mm-hmm. two day, because of the rain we, and we, forecast. Yeah. The, we use the, tag the analogy, teaming. the analogy of
0: a group of toddlers all bringing the father down. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, like that sort of situation. So I was kind of relying on Rafa to make that scenario happen, or somebody to be come out of that second quarter to make that happen, which would be somebody who could challenge Novak and really push him physically for five sets in the semis and, and the quarterfinals or whatever. Now that I look at who's left, I don't see who that His is. Job. And so I just kind of feel like it's, unless Stanimal, Stanimal's again, I feel like and it's sta- Novak. Stanimal, it does change a- again, for
0: And Stanimal got the assist from Murray in a big way last year, which we talked yes. about on the show. In retrospect, it's very yes. clear that animal got an assist from him and from the, maybe the emotion of beating Nadal here and all that stuff. The letdown was, was
1: there.
3: Um, but guess, do, you, do you think that Nadal would have, like, pushed Djokovic, say, like, a three-hour three hour match? That's I what I don't, don't think. so.
1: I, I don't, I don't know. Either. But it was more of a possibility that that was going right. to happen than team the doing team it, team it or Golbis doing or it or Goffin or... Right. Uh, Marcel Granollers. Grenoulier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think an on-fire... <laughs> <I> <laughs> that was on... <is> audible. <laughs> An on-fire team, I think, could at least take a set off Djokovic. But, again, like you said, not to the extent that not he's going to be worn out for the final. No, yeah. not at all. Actually, I
0: think, weirdly, the most dangerous player of Say it. <laughs> say yeah. it.
3: You it's Golbis.
1: It's Golbis. Say it out loud.
0: Golbis is run is preposterous <laughs> at this tournament. I mean, like, first of all, he's hurt. He got hurt right. very early in his first-round match against Andre Seppi. He was saying he fell something in his knee pretty quickly.
1: You guys probably didn't see that because it was on a non-televised... The or, one non-televised we, show right. Weirdly,
0: Apparently there was a stream somewhere, just not for us. I don't know. It's a whole thing oh, Okay, us. well, it
1: wasn't... It, you yeah. click
0: yeah. on I was it. Trying, I was trying... Right, yeah. now people saw that. But he was rolling, and then he did the same thing even better probably against Joao Souza who's not an easy opponent in the yeah, second half yeah Souza was at the whole match yeah. and he, I mean, he
3: was shockingly good I mean the best <laughs> Golbus, I, yeah, yes like the best I've seen him obviously in you know
0: two or three years and yeah. he gets a complete lucky break when Joe, uh, Joe Wilfred Sanga pulls out uh, after seven games of their match Sanga winning up five, five too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 winning yeah. five
1: two that's why like we were I was on radio when it happened and like the the screen went or the match went gray and then it said R.E.T. next to goal, next to um, uh, Sanga. Sanga and he he was up 5-2. But then, I don't know if you guys re- recall this, but in the beginning uh, they screwed of the up tournament, two matches. they screwed up yeah. two retirements where they actually sent out press releases on the retirement. Like, they had Azarenka through to the second round. They had a reason the why live Nara retired and she did not retire. <laughs> it was like feeling pain in her abdomen. Like, we got a press release. Feeling pain in her abdomen, Kurumi Nara retired. And I was like, really? And But it was Alar So when this thing went up, I, we were like trying, I was like, don't commit to anything. We need to make sure because I don't trust that the person clicked the right button.
2: Yeah, the
3: app and the the app and the website have been very liberal with their green check marks by, <laughs> by, the, by the players. Everybody. So, so I like you. I was over at uh, GoFound, Court yep. Two, and I saw that Sanga was up five two, and Golbus had the green check mark by yep. him. So I was positive that, like, the app was just having another glitch. <laughs>
1: exactly. It just, I really did not believe what was happening. And I was waiting on Twitter for somebody to say something. And finally, like, you know, we got some, some confirmation because we were calling the Venus match, I think, at the time. But, yeah, um, yeah that was weird. It was, was confusing. It was weird. The
0: rest of the, the, rest of the tournament has not been weird. Well, let's Djokovic, check in on him. He's been pretty clean.
1: Courtney, I didn't see what happened with, with
0: Pascal Maria today. No, you had feelings just, about it. No, I
1: didn't have feelings. That's overstating I just had an opinion about it, which is different. But, like like. he, as light was fading, Novak was clearly rushing to get through his match, get his match done against Badene today. Um, And, uh, you know, there were a few times where, you know, Mark would need to be checked and he would be like, no, please, Pascale, do not come down here. He was literally, like, counting seconds and whatever, and it became this whole thing. So then after the match, he was kind of laughing with Pascale and... Um, you know, when he did his Encore interview, he literally dragged Pascal over to the Encore interview, put his arm over his shoulder. And so the whole TV is just, and Pascal just looks so he like, was, he's like, this is not has, appropriate. There
0: are a lot of chair empires who like, like being buddy buddy with players. Pascal Maria, not one of
1: them. No, no. he <laughs> is not Mohamed Liani. Um, but yeah, like, you know, like, and so they're standing there kind of buddy buddy and like, Novak's laughing and like, whatever. And Pascal looks like he's been taken hostage and, and like literally pieces out of the interview the minute that he can. And I just didn't like it. I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't think that, that players, just like players and journalists shouldn't be friends, uh, or at least perceived to be friends. I don't think that players and umpires should be perceived to be friends. I know that obviously those things happen within the tour because this is a traveling circus and, we all stay at the same hotels and whatever, and you see each other, and you're basically colleagues in a lot of ways. But I prefer my player to umpire relationships more Nadal Carlos than. <laughs> but you know, like I would, I I feel like there's more faith in the game when players are pissed off at umpires than when players are like, "Oh, I love that guy, he's cool." I don't like that. I, I'm like, no, don't say hey, that. And he helped me like, speed along the match. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like 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 them because they're good umpires, but like, yeah, I just it was it was. To use a phrase that gets overused, it was bad optics. I just didn't like it, and especially in a year when tennis is under scrutiny about a lot of different things with respect to who's in bed with who. And when Djokovic
0: was uh, asked at the beginning of this tournament about um. Oh know, Someone else was asked about Djokovic, quote unquote, manhandling the umpire when he yeah, touched that Bernardes. Was <laughs> that was overstated. That was a bit overstated. Lip, the manhandling. Almagro uh, grabbed Bernardes. Yeah, <laughs> talk about this week too. Talk about that. You were at that. You were at that whole scene. Oh,
3: that was crazy. I mean, I wish. Well, I, I don't know Spanish well at all. So even if I'd been able to hear him, I wouldn't have known what they were saying. But I wish I'd been in earshot. But I was on the other side of the court, which is where the stands are in Court 14. But um Almagro won the match. He beat uh, Cole Schreiber in the first round. And afterwards, he talked to Bernardis for seven minutes. <laughs> Literally seven minutes.
0: <laughs> and, like, and, animatedly.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, not, not like, hard grabbing, but, you know, putting his hands on him and, like, showing him. Or, no, it wasn't about a mark. I think it was about, uh, it sounded like it was about a coaching okay. uh, violation. But, um, and it was very, like, friendly. Like, yeah. I would say, like, four of the minutes were just, like, <laughs> Almagro laughing and Bernardis laughing. But. It was very interesting to see the winner of a match out there for, like, seven minutes afterwards. So. And, you're
1: like, yucking it up with the umpire. You know right, what I yeah. mean? Like, optics-wise, it's just not great. Like, you want to do that, do it behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, do it in the hallway, but in front of everybody... A winner and an umpire being like, "Hey man, what's up? like? I don't know. I just don't like So him. you're
3: probably not too upset that Muhammad is a no-show at this French Open. <laughs> I'm
1: not too. I he's he's just not a yeah. Babe. So he's there not we, one of my faves.
0: So but. there we go. So I guess looking at the bottom, I so that basically we think Djokovic is getting through, and the road has been paved. And Burdich Ferrer, it's not a gimme. I mean, he'll have to play some tennis to beat one of them. <laughs> uh, that's so, about so, it. So. But Batista Gut should be a pretty straightforward on clay. It would be a pretty good matchup for him in the fourth round. Then he gets a winner. Who do you think is coming out of that, of that broken section? If you have to pick one, I already, I, I mean, I'm going to pick Golfan, even though I would like Golbis. I'll pick Golfan to make semis. You? Yeah. The other, I, the other options. Yeah. So it's Golfan versus Golbis if it plays the winner of Team Granelieres. I had Goffin in the, Quarterfinals, but when the tournament
3: started, beating Songa in the fourth round. So and the song Teroff, correct? Yeah. yeah. So the Songa, withdrawal didn't affect my Goffin pick, but now, now I'll move him from the quarters to the semis. Obviously.
1: Um, seeing as how you both are are big on Harry Potter, I'm gonna go <laughs> with the Austrian. I'm gonna go with, with oh. Dominic. I mean, I I still think he's completely overplayed, and I don't know how he's doing what he's doing. But, um, you know, a confident team, if he doesn't have to keep playing, like, multiple sets, like, I think he's okay. I,
0: f- I find team really amusing in his own way because he's so serious. I love it. And I asked him, like, a completely ridiculous question today <laughs> funny. about, like, um, I was, like, I was like... Do you like, enjoy I, being a zebra? Yeah, it was like, it was, it was one of the first matches we've had two zebras. <laughs> Do you enjoy being a zebra? And he was like, yes, I like it very much.
1: <laughs> it <was> like... <laughs> okay. Bless his little heart. Look, y'all don't get, like, not you guys, but, like, you know... Hashtag next gen got some personalities. You gotta you gotta have the serious guy. Oh, did, I saw that. Did you see Yeah, it? The I, did ATP. That. I did.
0: <laughs> The ATP today, Chris Clare tweeted out something oh, yeah. about, about uh about oh, the God. about uh who asking Patrick McEnroe to rank the best of oh, the next gen God. next generation. No hashtag he, he said, descriptor, he said, he said next, next gen, generation. And he and he included a team in these rankings and ATP Twitter <laughs> came back and said like actually Mr. Team is is 22 years old and therefore no not a member of Next Gen, which is 21 <laughs> and under. And Claire was like, okay. <laughs> like, Claire no. was
1: like, it's a descriptor, not just a hashtag. It's <laughs> it was kind of a great burn. It's not a
0: marketing tool. So yeah. anyway, so that that's the top half there. Bottom half, most of the names still around. Ronich is looking hurt. This Ronich Ramos Vignola's uh, fourth round is really really weak. It's working out. And so that
3: well, I mean, how about how about Ronich's whole tournament? He yeah. starts with uh, who do he start with? I Can't remember.
1: Uh, I can look that up. I had Pui knocking him out. Oh yeah, and then we yeah, lost to lost M- Andre, Andre Martin. Martin. Lucky loser that round Got to play Manorino, That's yeah. right. Never
3: plays on clay in the second round. Then he got to play lucky loser yeah. Andre, Andre Martin in the third round. And his
0: yeah. first round was against you know was somebody was like a, yeah. And now he uh, gets yeah. play Ramos instead. C- it was C- against Chilich. Uh, uh, Tisar, Yeah, barely plays Tipsy. on the lucky on the on the protected ranking dole. Yeah, and now he's playing Ramos instead of either Chilich or Sak. Yeah, and so he so so if he wasn't if he wasn't hurt. I was It's all set up very well for him to play well against Ravrinka in the quarter, but he is and so I think Even Ravrinka-
1: with John McEnroe in his corner, you don't think that he's going to make the quarter final. John McEnroe is
0: a grass court consultant, by the way. <laughs> he's
1: there standing on the court. I'm like, how many are you? Are they collecting cards like I got Moya and I'm gonna get J, <laughs> J- Mac? Literally, first of all, you cannot have too, too, many, too
0: many more antithetical voices and having Moya and Macaroni in your camp. First so of weird. all, second of all, <laughs> Gold was talking this. He
1: was like, my people have two coaches?" So this is weird. Uh, <laughs>
0: now, I, I have zero. I, mean, I have zero. zero. Yeah, also. he's
1: gonna have Yeah, he's gonna have
0: three coaches in his box. So, but I mean, and the whole thing, like. McEnroe's whole thing—if you ever listen to Wimbledon for the last twenty years—he's so been a broadcaster now. All these people will be sure, serve serving volleying more. So that's all he's gonna say, just like serve and volley more, Milos. So in
1: other words, you do you. I guess. I mean, so, maybe. I mean, maybe tactics of like when to go in and where the best approach and all these sorts of things, or all, maybe some technical volleying. But like it, all this said, it's I mean, I will
0: I will mock it, but then I will also say that the Boris Becker. Coaching stint, statistically has been a wild success. Even though it makes no sense on paper, he's winning everything since he got Becker. So according can make all the faces she wants that aren't good for radio, but we will move on. Uh the rest of the bottom half, uh I think Fefranka gets through there, but the rest yeah. of the bottom half uh involves Nisha Corey and Gasquet in the fourth round, the two single digit seeds that's there. I that's, that's a that's a fun one.
1: How is that a fourth round of freaking roundich Ra- Yeah, that's a good point. what a, uh,
3: how about the? Is Gascade? this how
1: normally other people feel about the top draw? <laughs> yes. I understand. On, no, I'm so Hello sorry. Hello from the other side. <laughs> Hello from the. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. How
3: about the Gasquet Nishikori like head to head? It was six. Right, it's totally six O Gasquet, which and is it which hard. is shocking, and it's turned hard. and now very it's turned hard. hard just this month. Yeah, yeah. yeah so which is which is not shocking. Not the not shocking sorry. part was the 6 six O Gasquet
1: against Kurios. I was so he was impressed really by Gasquet that backhand was. Fire. He can, that he can, incredible. he can, yeah, he just leveled Are you Kyrgios. taking him over Nishi? <sighs> Nishi Maybe. She had Nishi. to go five against, um...
0: Um, Verdasco. Uh, yeah,
3: and he was yeah. up two sets and lost the third and four. Yeah, uh, so like that's that. not That's not impressive. like that. I'll
0: pick Gasquet. I think, I think Nishikori, yeah. I, it's a coin flip. I think it's fun. I think it should be good. It should be the match of the... Uh, uh, ben time. and I were
3: talking earlier today about how if Gasquet loses in singles
0: all the French... Women and all the French men are out. Are already out. They only got one French player yeah. into the into the round of Which, uh, sixteen. Can we wild
1: card Gaël back in? It, what, it, ex- feeling better. Can re, re, we get him back re, in? Re, for ma, Ramos re, Vignoles.
0: Reemabuleo and I. <laughs> 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 this, this whole project should just be <laughs> Courtney trying to pronounce Ramos Vignoles. Uh <laughs> Reem and I were talking before about you mentioned Malfi's and Sango getting hurt. The four players, the high profile injuries in this tournament are, we think, very possibly the four like toughest losses for this tournament to swallow. Songa, Monfils, Federer Nadal. Yeah.
1: That, that.
0: that is awful. Can't argue with that. All you I would... need to know is that if Gasquet loses
3: to Nishikori, then David Goffin is gonna be like the the French crowd favorite like, oh like remaining God, that's in the so tournament. True. <laughs> the crowd,
0: the cra the Belgian crab ran, we were out uh, between court Insane. two and three watching Williams doubles against Diachenko. First of all, your thoughts on Diachenko, I know you had thoughts. Oh gosh, she was <laughs> her her forehand
3: is like something I've never seen. <laughs> like it's two hands. So she's two hands off both sides. Yeah. And her forehand, she like destroys it, but then she lets she lets the left hand go off. Yep. So like, it's, it's like it's yeah. like a weird yeah. But it's like a really good forehand too. It's A, weird matrix-y. Too. Matrix-y.
1: It's a <laughs> little bit.
0: It's a little Radetsky-ish. has Rodechka, a similar. Yeah, Radetsky doesn't let
1: go. It's like it's like the it's like the Ferrer backhand, but a forehand. You know how? Got gotcha. it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah Ferrer yeah. kind of oh, lets oh, it go. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, like a one yeah, and exactly. backhand. it's the flip. Yeah. It's yeah. the flip on the. On a but like she swings like somewhat harder,
3: like. It's crazy. She wasn't afraid to blast it right at the Williams sister. Yeah, that was like, that was a really good set. I saw that. Yeah. And Venus like, got
0: fired up after that set. So that <laughs> yeah. was pretty cool to see. Um, lastly, last match to wrap us up. Andy Murray, we should talk about, had a rough first week. Uh, really struggled his way through, uh, Roddick Stepanek. I, we said, I thought Roddick Stepanek would be like annoying, but eventually swat awayable. And Andy had a, the bad scenario of having a night break in between, which was the dream scenario for Stepanek. Get two sets and then get a night's rest. Granted, he lost. Nearly the full third. He lost the entire third in a hurry in 19 minutes and then came back mid-fourth, won it eventually in the fifth. And so he went five. Then he went five again against Matthias Borg uh, at one point. Wait,
1: what? Like he – the break came after fourth set.
0: Mid-fourth set.
1: Right. Oh, I thought you said after two sets. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. Sorry.
0: So so Borg comes out and went second and third sets against Murray to push – put him again down two sets to one. He again comes back uh and then i think the draw did him a huge favor by giving him Karlovich in the next round uh but yeah he he had a rough start and isner will see i don't know if isner's the guy i mean i think first of all dream for murray to get to play Karlovich before playing isner yeah isner he talked about this press guy I, I, like, like, I would not have li- I, would, I, would, I would have liked to like play i wish grinder. would have played a, a clay court grinder in
1: yeah, the third yeah,
0: round yeah for sure yeah, yeah, so so that's not ideal but i think do you think murray's still in position to be a contender for this final possibly
1: yeah absolutely i mean i you know it all depends on how these next three matches go I think it, I mean Karlovich was a dream especially Karlovich had to play four and a half hours the, the round before so he was completely tanked and wiped
0: that Karlovich Jordan Thompson second rounder was interminable and <laughs> I was any, just I
1: was watch, you raise your hand if you watched it I was really?
0: There. I watched I, that too <laughs> we both watched
3: that you
1: some crazy but keep in mind you can,
3: it was on court three so like you can, yeah, you, can you can watch flip. court two I will watch. watch I will,
0: yeah, I will right watch right anything <laughs> that's past six all in the final set oh, fair enough pretty
3: much anything but yeah
1: no I mean Evo was completely wiped and and uh, I mean I think it'll be fine he just has to manage things but I you know I'm a little Murray head-to-head against Vavrinka in the semi I worry that's the match I worry about so I think that Vavrinka's is playing again when I picked um, Andy to make the final or thought Andy was going to make the final it was before uh, Stan had won Geneva and uh, Stan needed five sets to get through the his first round and ever since then he's looked pretty locked and loaded Um, After that, he's playing, like, way better than I expected him
0: to. Against Shardy, he was very good. Yeah, he was really, really good. So that that was a good match. Yeah, so I think over, I would pick Stan at this point. I don't know. I forget who I picked to make the final initially, but I'm pretty confident picking Stan at this point. That's fair. Also, I think think the Ramos-Vaniela's quarter is a joke. But with Murray, I wouldn't be too,
3: like, worried about him messing around with Stepanek and Borg. Like, think how many times... Yeah, it's true. Think how many times... The eventual grand slam champion has like yeah. run into no, trouble in the first. And that's, second no, that's very true. That's like, like Nadal and Isner in Angelique and Angelique Ker- sure, yeah. Kerber in yeah. Australia. Yeah.
0: So I mean that that's totally true. And um, I yeah, once he got past Borg, I was not sure he'd get past Borg. Borg was like, this could really happen because he was looking just flat. The
1: minute he asked for a Mars bar, I'm like, and he's done.
0: <laughs> that was, it was like, and like where Andy like has like people like measuring his pee for, exactly like, nutritional for like content. salt
1: content <laughs> and like how much is he actually? I love that this idea of the Coke and a Mars bar came from Gilles Simon (laughs) like oh yeah no but Gilles Simon told me that like if I feel if I'm feeling low in energy to get a Mars bar and a coke and I'm like, is this why all these people, like, really, you guys?
0: This is why you haven't won a slam it 30 And then years. somebody
1: somebody was like, oh, well, that's no different than drinking Gatorade. I'm like, it's really different. Like, those are two different things. Like, yes, there's sugar, but it's also, like, electri- anyways. That's I was probably just... what
3: Simone did in his match against Marfise at the <laughs> yeah, Australian Open. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> I know Marfise was drinking Coke in that match. <laughs> Maybe Simone was also. I
1: think he might have eaten a candy bar, actually. Yeah, I think yeah, I think about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That would be good. Caloric intake, always good for Gilles Simone. So with that, any other thoughts on the tournament before we wrap this up? French Open thoughts. I guess you, you you let's get the perspective from you just as a visitor. Being around the grounds of this tournament, you've been to uh, U.S. Open at least a bunch of times and a bunch of other tennis tournaments around the U.S. Uh, how is this tournament for you? Surprises? What you like? What you don't like? How do you feel about the French Open?
3: Well, for me, it's been awesome this week. First of all, we've gotten lucky with the weather. Yeah, we yeah. got real so, lucky with the weather. So that's true. Real. Today was like really the first delay, other than Monday morning when play got pushed well, a few Sunday. hours. Sunday was Sunday, the yeah, yeah, Sunday. Was yeah, that's true. Wet. But like for in terms of like. If I was a fan and didn't have a press pass, I don't know how you navigate this tournament. Because, like, one thing I love to do at tournaments is, like, bounce around from court to court and see everything. So I feel like at the French Open, if you're just a common fan, you have to pick a court and stay there. Because the lines for outer courts, I mean, for every court, they're... Unbearable.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, It's it's a very unique thing about the French Open because it, all the other Slams, in particular, you have open court outside courts right, you where you walk, up, walk right. past the side to get to other courts. So like right. you can just kind of like stop and look, and you can do that side at Wimbledon. Court, yeah. You can do that at the Australian Open. You can do that at the U.S. Open. Here you have to every single one. I've cute when I was a fan in two thousand eleven. I queued up for courts and then got to the front of the line. I was like, crap, this isn't the court. This isn't the the match that I wanted to watch. Like, and I was like, I just made 30 minutes. You know, like, it's so annoying. Like, because they're very shrouded. Like, you can't. Really see. You know, see know what's what going tournament on. has
0: become this way. Also, now that I'm thinking about it. Indian Wells has become the same way. It has become every single court you can't walk. You can't just walk up to match courts. Yeah, it's different. And than that's unfortunate. It used to be. Yeah.
1: You're right. So it used to be yeah, much, much more open. Walk, yeah, you can walk yeah. around. You
0: yeah. can at least find like angles.
3: Yeah, like, in the here well, you really but... can. Right. Oh yeah. Here. And, when, and then <laughs>
1: once you're in, you're like, I'm not giving up my seat, and oh, it's just yeah. like a pain in the, to get up and leave. And yeah, that is it is a frustrating difference. But
0: you really like the crepes.
3: Yes, I've had at least one per day crepes with Nutella. Strong play. Okay. I, I went.
1: And, and, I went. Yeah. I went waffle with sugar today. It was really good. The cool. waffles are good. The gulf Fritz.
0: Yeah, they look intriguing. But
3: got They're it. strong. The crepes are so good, I and do. I feel like when
0: you're in France, you just you gotta, go you,
3: gotta go. Go to you gotta overload the crepes, the crepes.
0: The crepes stay warmer too. Oh, they're scalding, like, right when they come off the thing.
3: <laughs> like, you have to wait You have to wait at least a minute before you eat you it. Know, you sound like <laughs> a
1: man who got burned literally multiple times.
0: It's so good, that It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. And this episode was so good that it was worth it for us to do and hopefully worth it for you guys to listen. Segway to the outro. Thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of No Challenges Remaining. If you want to follow along when you're not listening, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ncr underscore tennis. Uh, follow us on your podcast app of choice, whether it's the podcast apps, whatever else, iTunes. Leave us reviews on iTunes and subscribe. That helps us a lot. As well, if you hit the subscribe button, it's cool. Uh, send us emails, questions to our email address, Remaining at gmail.com. The executive producers of No Challenges Remaining are Pancho Resendiz of Tennisballs.com and Tao Woolley. Courtney, you were very carefully watching as I checked all, I hit all the yeah,
3: boxes. Yeah, no, right? I know, I know.
1: You got it. You're You're I'm pretty on good it. at this part by you now, are. I
0: hope. So, any other
3: thoughts before we let you go?
1: Subscribe to Racket Magazine. Thanks. Yes.
3: Thanks sure. for having me. Go, Isner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you guys. Bye
2: bye.